And very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Petco Park in San Diego, Pablo Lopez went opposite of the veteran right-hander Sean Manaya. The Marlins were searching for a victory. They had lost six in a row, five consecutive by one run. The cool part about last night, we had a major league debut. It featured the third baseman, Joe Dunand. With the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, for the Marlins, a much-needed victory tonight in San Diego. They had lost six in a row, but things come together on the mound and at the plate tonight. They beat the Padres 8 to nothing for Miami win number one in the last week. Marlins won last Saturday night at home against the Mariners. Had not won since until tonight. Pablo Lopez, magnificent on the mound. Eight innings, a five-hit shutout ball. He walked two, struck out five, and the bats came alive. Enough offense in the first eight innings to have them in position to win. Then Miami broke it open in inning number nine as the Marlins win for the first time in this series after dropping the first two. They got a shot now at a split of the four-game set against the Red Hot Padres at 4:10 Miami time tomorrow. Pablo started against Sean Manaya, and actually Pablo had to work out of a mess in the bottom half of the first inning. The Padres loaded the bases, but he got Trent Grisham to pop to shortstop. And after facing six men, Pablo finally able to hang out zero in the first inning. A lot of couple of hits and a walk, but left the bases loaded. The Marlins in the third would strike first against Manaya. Shortly before game time today, the Marlins placed John Birdie on the injured list for undisclosed reasons, and they activated infielder Joe Dunant off the taxi squad. Dunant, who before tonight had never played in a major league game, and in his very first big league at bat, he faced Sean Manaya with one out and nobody on in inning number three. Manaya, quick worker on 1 1, fly ball to left and deep. Profar's going back onto the track at the wall. Goodbye, a home run. Joe Dunand in his first major league at bat, and it's 1 0 Marlin. How about that? Joe Dunand, the. Third baseman coming up big in his first trip to the plate in the big leagues, famously the nephew of Alex Rodriguez. Well, Uncle Alex needed 34 games and 103 at-bats to hit his first big league home run. Dunan did it in game number one at bat number one, and the Marlins had a 1-0 lead in the third. It would stay that way into the fifth when Jacob Stallings led off with a walk. Dunan followed with a ringing double down the left field line, so at that point he was 2-for-2 two two in his big league career. The Marlins had runners at second and third with nobody out, trying to extend the one nothing lead. But Jazz Chisholm popped foul to the catcher Alfaro for the first out. And when Jesus Aguilar struck out for the second out, the Marlins' two hottest, two best hitters had failed to deliver a run. So with two men in scoring position and two down, it fell on the shoulders of Garrett Cooper. 1-2 to Cooper is a line drive to left. Coop delivers. That's going to roll to the wall and bring home two huge two-out runs. Garrett Cooper pulls in at second base with a double, and it's 3-0 Marlins. Coop went two for four tonight. A single, a double. Those two runs batted in, and the Marlins led it 3-0. And from that point, Pablo got on a really good roll. He got the last out in the fourth inning, then set down the side in the fifth. 1-2-3. Had a perfect sixth inning. Got the first two outs in the seventh inning. At that point, he'd retired nine in a row before C.J. Abrams singled, but he got Jake Cronenworth to end the seventh. And in the eighth, looking to finish strong, facing 2-3-4, Ha-Sung Kim, Manny Machado, and Eric Hosmer. He got a ground ball to short from Kim. 
He got a pop-up foul to the first baseman from Machado, and with two outs, nobody on in the eighth, pitching with a 3 nothing lead. The end was nearing for Pablo Lopez facing the first baseman, Hosmer. On one, two, chopper towards second. Jazz fields, throws Pablo Lopez through eight for the second time in his big league career. What a job against a hot Padres team. Eight innings of five-hit, no-run baseball tonight for the right-hander Pablo Lopez. He retired 13 of the final 14 batters he faced in this ballgame. Lopez previously got eight innings June 8th, 2021, against the Rockies in Miami. He goes eight here tonight, and he left with a 3-0 lead. Now the Marlins able to break it wide open against Nelson Lamette and Ray Kerr in the ninth inning. Lamette started the inning, and he walked back-to-back men, De La Cruz and Stallings, to put Miami in business. Joe Dunan, a fly ball to left for the first out, but with two on and one down, it was back to the top of the order, and Jazz Chisholm trying to extend a nine-game hitting streak. 2-2 pitch, Jazz line drive over first, that's a fair ball into the right field corner. The hitting streak is a 10 in a row. De La Cruz around third, he's going to score. They'll hold Stallings at third base, and RBI double for Jazz Chisholm, and the Marlins open up a 4-0 lead in the ninth. They weren't done. Jesus Aguilar was actually robbed on a great running catch down the left field line by the shortstop C.J. Abrams. That was the second out, and that would be the last man faced by Denelson Lamed. They brought the rookie lefty Ray Kerr on at that point. Kerr walked Joey Wendell, and that loaded the bases with two outs in the ninth for Jorge Soler. Here's Soler, and he hammers one deep left center. Profar turns, watches. Goodbye, Grand Slam Soler. And the Marlins have finally erupted. They've scored five in the ninth, and they make it an 8-0 game. So they had some breathing room after five consecutive one-run losses and six straight setbacks overall, an eight-run cushion going into the last of the ninth. And after Pablo had worked eight scoreless, five hits, two walks, five Ks, 97 pitches, 65 strikes, Lewis Head came out of the bullpen for the ninth inning, and thankfully he wrapped things up in a very tidy manner. He got Jerickson Profar and a fly ball to right for the first out. Trent Grisham grounded out first baseman Rojas to the pitcher covering for the second out. And the Marlins at that point were on the verge of snapping this losing streak. Two outs in the ninth inning. Big lead and Jorge Alfaro was the Padres' last chance. Fly ball center field coming on and making the running catch. Brian De La Cruz to end it and to end the Marlins' six-game losing streak. So after... A long last week. It all comes together for the Marlins tonight on the mound and at the plate, and they have beaten the Padres, the final in San Diego, Miami 8, and San Diego nothing. For the Marlins, 8 runs, 10 hits, no errors, 6 men left on base. For the hometown Padres, no runs, 5 hits, no errors. They strand 7. For the Marlins, their second shutout victory of the season. The first came 5-0 at home against St. Louis Cardinals. Winning pitcher Pablo Lopez, 4-1. He lowers his season earned run average to 1.00 through six starts. Best in all of Major League Baseball. Sean Manaya took the loss for the Padres. He falls to 2-3. Time of the ballgame tonight was 2 hours, 54 minutes. And a third straight crowd in excess of 30,000 here at Petco, 34,709 on this Saturday night in San Diego. The Marlins with the victory improved to 13-14. and 14. They're now 7-7 seven and seven on the road. Padres with 1-8 of 10 coming in, fall to 18-10, and 10, now 8-5 and five here at Petco Park. The Marlins and AutoNation partnering again here in 2022 to strike out cancer in our community. 
Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout, Marlins are going to contribute $25 to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. And with 5Ks tonight, that's another $125 for the season. Now 237 strikeouts by Marlins pitchers, $5,925 to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. Eight runs, ten hits for the victorious Marlins. Home runs from Joe Dunand, who went two for four with a double. Also a couple of runs scored in his big league debut. And from Jorge Soler, the grand slam of the ninth. His first ever grand slam home run in the big leagues. Soler went two for five with that grand slam and a, a double in the eighth inning. Marlins got an RBI double from Jazz Chisholm, who runs his hitting streak to ten in a row. Longest of his career, longest by Marlin this season. He's now the 13th player in baseball this year with a double-digit hitting streak. The number to beat is 12. There have been four 12-game hitting streaks, the longest so far in the majors in 2022. Jesus Aguilar went 0 for 5 in this game. For him, the end of a 7-game hitting streak and a 5-game RBI streak comes to a close tonight. But if you think about the way things have been going for the Marlins of late, with really only Chisholm and Aguilar swinging the bat well and the offense struggling, how about the fact that Chisholm and Aguilar combined tonight to go 1 for 10 but the Marlins still manage eight runs on ten hits, and they managed to get into the win column, eight nothing over the Padres. What a fun night at the ballpark! The Marlins blast the Padres. They get back into the win column, and now thirteen and fourteen. Let's hear from one of last night's heroes because Pablo was sensational. But let's hear from Joe Dunan, who was two for two to start his night with a homer, the first pitch he ever swung at in the big leagues, a home run. He followed that up in his second at bat with a double. Okay, Glenn, thank you with Joe Dune. And, uh, Joe, I would sum up your night, but I would like you to try to sum this one up for us. A great debut. A great debut and a great team win. You know, that, that, was the main, that was the main thing coming into tonight is get, it, get in that W column. So I'm happy we did that. Your thoughts when you're walking towards that batter's box in the third inning? Like I, I was just saying over there, man, I don't think I remember a thing. I was just – I think I blacked out, but um, – I'm happy things turned out well and, uh, you know, had a good at-bat and, and a good first at-bat. So is it unfair for me to ask you then, what's your process when you step into the box? If you don't remember a whole lot, what are you trying to do to keep yourself under some type of control? Well, I'm just looking, you know, I have my game plan. I was just looking to see it up and hit the ball hard up the middle. And, you know, I think I did I did good with that game plan. But, um, yeah, like I said, it, <laughs> I blacked out. So. I don't really remember much in that first at-bat. Yeah, we had you on cycle watch after your first two at-bats. <laughs> but take me through the first and the second at-bat, really what you are looking to try to do in that situation. You know, I was just looking to see it up. Like I said, the first, you know, my approach didn't change from the first to the second. So I was just looking to see it up and, and drive the ball hard up the middle. And, uh, you know, with the change, I was a little out in front, and I was able to keep it fair down the left field line. So, um, yeah. You're a humble guy. Is this everything you could have ever dreamed of and more? It is. It was it's probably one of the best moments of my life. Uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Two more for you. What's Uncle Alex going to say? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to give him a call after this, but I'm sure he was yelling. My whole family was yelling, and they were breaking the walls in the house. So, yeah, I'm sure they're really happy. And where's the baseball going? Oh, it's coming home. It's coming home. I'm going to give it to my dad. He's, he's, the first, he's definitely going to want that thing. So, yeah. Congratulations, Joe. It's a heck of a debut, man. Uh, I don't know where you go from here. I guess only up, but keep it rolling, man. Congrats on the win. I appreciate it. Thank you. Joe Dunand after the Marlins victory last night. What a sensational Major League debut. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's take a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the Marlins 8-0 blanking of the Padres in Game 3 last night. 
Hey, Donnie, I guess poor Pablo gets overshadowed with eight sensational innings by the debut of Joe Dunan. I, I mean, we'll start there. I mean, how happy are you for the kid? And really, what kind of spark did that give you guys early on? No, it was nice. You know, the first one to get on the board, and then really the double kind of sets us up for, for two more. Coop gets a big hit there. Uh, they almost get out of it, right? You've got nobody out, and they just about get out of it. And that's a, that's a big hit from Coop to, to put two on the board and give us a little breathing room. And then obviously, you know, solely there at the end. You guys are in a bit of a rut as a team. You've seen a lot of debuts in your life. What does a kid coming up like that and do for a ball club? Does it inject a little energy into him? I don't know. I think everybody's happy for him. Yeah. Uh, that's the biggest thing. And then he does, you know, he, he obviously plays well. Um, you know, caught the ball all day long. Didn't look like he was, you know, one bit nervous. Um, but I think, you know, when you, when you have a young guy come up, you know, it just reminds you of when you started. <laughs> And the first time you played, right? And everybody liked to hit a homer that first, that first at bat. And you always talk about pitching, setting the tempo. I mean, eight sensational innings, four hits by Pablo. Yeah, even though Joe had a big day, I don't know if he overshadows Pablo in our <laughs> minds, right? It's still, you know, pretty good. Actually, a little rough early. It seemed like he was tugging some balls and pulling some balls, and then he started getting in rhythm and, and just got better as the game went on. If it wasn't for the long half inning and top nine chance, he could have gone out for nine as you wind him to do when you said pregame. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But, uh, no, that wasn't going to happen today. Um, you know, we're still at a point in the season, and and we're going to keep, you know, building our guys. He did his job, uh, turn it over, and not let, him, not let things get spiraling at all. Yeah, to see him rebound from the last start, too, to come back and do it tonight. Yeah, obviously, you know, he's going to feel good about that. We do. Um, again, you know, a little bit. Uh, rough early, like he didn't quite have, didn't seem like feel for everything. But as the game went on, he got so much better, and uh, you know, then got in that rhythm. Do you feel like Soler finally got rewarded? You had mentioned he's been hitting the ball pretty hard lately. Yeah, the ball he hits the center, I think, is is a good indication because he had another ball to center good. That one he hit even lower, and it took off. And so hopefully he's starting to keep that barrel going, you know, towards the middle of the field a little bit longer. Uh, when you start to get that feel, then those guys can take off. You mentioned, I guess, pre- just a lot of close games to be able to break it open in the ninth so you didn't have to go to maybe your bigger arms. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice to, to get a cushion, right, and, and, and get a pretty good size one there at the end. Um, so you basically, you know, our bullpen, we've had a couple of days here now that, you know, Jesus and, and this one and really even yesterday, uh, didn't really tax us that bad. The guys did a good job of, of keeping us there. So uh, we're, we're, our bullpen is, 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 for the most part, back in pretty good shape. How much did uh, the double by Cooper uh, kind of get things going for you there? I mean, you were in danger of maybe not getting anything in the inning. Massive two-out hit for him. Yeah, that's what I I'd said just a little bit earlier. I thought that was a huge hit because of, you know, them having second, third, nobody, and they almost get out of it. Uh, that would have been, um, you know, it's one of those that changes the momentum of a game, but Coop was able to get that hit. I thought it it kind of actually went the other way. It gives us momentum, gives us a little cushion. Uh, and then and Pablo, you know, pretty much shut down after that. And later on, just getting ejected, you're able to manage it, but. Yeah, it's, it's one of those we got to talk about. Honestly, you got three-man bench, and it's just not one, it's not something that you really want to do there. Um, but I know he's frustrated. I think, you know, looking back, it looks like he missed the first two on that, that at bat. And just frustration comes. And 
I thought it was a little quick. I mean, I don't know how much he said or what he said, but he was walking away. Uh, you know, I, I think everyone would like to see him show a little bit of restraint there. It's not like he got in his face. He was walking away. So, I mean, it, it is what it is, but we got to be more careful. We just don't have enough guys in, in cutting it short. It's, we just can't, we can't get that frustration like that. That was Donnie after the Marlins' victory over the Padres at Petco Park last night. We'll do it one final time out here this afternoon at 1.10 Pacific time, 4.10 Eastern time back home when Joe Musgrove goes opposite the left-hander Trevor Rogers. We'll be on the air at 3.40 back home on the East Coast. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on your Sunday on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.